like people would see how much fruit I eat and be like, oh my God, it's a lot. Every meal, every snack. Mm -hmm. And at night, like I can sit down with a brand new bag of grapes and eat the whole thing. I know they're so the good. Whole thing. They're but that's like, a, that's better. my sweet. Yeah. That's, that's the worst thing I'm eating is like a bag of grapes. Then I think you're okay. I'm doing pretty good. All right, this is not a nutrition podcast. No, we're not talking about grapes. And, so although I we're like all of a sudden getting to a tangent and start going. <laughs> Eat your damn grapes. That's going to be next time. Next yeah. time we're talking about nutrition. No, but today we're going to talk about uh, just how to get good. Period. <laughs> how to get good. How to get good. You suck. Yeah. No, no but uh, especially in the world of CrossFit, but not even just CrossFit, just training in general, there's a lot of things that are interlaced with skills. Back squat is a skill. Bench press is a skill deadlifting cleaning all those things are skills um but when it, running's a skill so when we get to crossfit obviously those skills you know broaden because then we have other gymnastic based movements like you know push-ups uh handstand push-ups handstand walking etc 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 so the skill margin is now much greater but these things aren't easy no and that's the cool thing about crossfit the thing that kept my add in check is that there's so many movements that like we do in CrossFit that you can constantly have something that you suck at or want to get better at or want to practice. Mm -hmm. So that's if you look at it the right way, it's fun. Yeah. And that's, that's but it's yeah. also frustrating when <laughs> there's all, always yeah. something you can't do and you yeah. want to do and you see other people doing like, man, why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. So today we're going to take a little bit of time and give some practical applications examples of how we got better at some of those things and what people can do to get better at some of those things. absolutely and i think you actually hit the nail on the head when you said that is you can look at it two different ways you can look at it as like i suck at everything yeah, it feels or, like that dude and it does sometimes it does there's a lot of skills a lot of things to develop but or you also can see it's a new opportunity to learn something new yeah um, and is. that's how i like to learn like especially for me within the last year i've started to develop bring muscle ups muscle ups and high on sand walking all that stuff and that stuff's been a lot of fun flustering is all good yeah now. it's taking you how long yeah, yeah it's taking me over like i mean three years in crossfit yeah like not weeks yeah. or months like literally years yeah. for some of this stuff exactly so it takes a long time to develop and it can be frustrating but it's been a lot of fun mm -hmm. i mean there's been its heartaches and there's been its frustrations but there's also been successes so <laughs> but along that we've learned a lot yep um uh, but yeah so and i like this conversation because we just before we started the camera and everything uh my top like one quote I hear every single time every time this movement is uh, in an exercise is I can't get good at this or I'm not good at this and it's the bike the bike specifically the echo bike because those I are suck at the bike yeah but yeah it's it's an ongoing ongoing I'm gonna charging people money every right. time they say that I'm just gonna charge just like tally burpees just three bucks and I should <laughs> start tallying burpees like you guys are making me do a thousand burpees because you say I suck at the bike yep um, so with that in mind, as much as we're laughing and kind of joking about things, the bike is tough. 100%. It, is, it is not an easy machine. That's why we have them. Yeah. It is, it is by far one of the toughest machines and things you'll do in this gym. But with that in mind, in order to get good at it or better at it, you have to work it. And I think that's the first concept to think about with all these things, bike, handstands, push it, whatever it is, in order to get better at it, you have to do the thing. Yeah. You got to practice it. Yeah. It's like you, it's, if you want to get good at anything, you have to practice it. There's a reason why every, like the, take the NFL, take football. They're not just playing hard games Monday through Sunday. They're practicing Monday through Saturday, and then they play the game on Sunday. 
coming in and working out is awesome. Coming into the group class, working out one, uh, one hour a day, five days a week is phenomenal. But if you want to improve specific skills, you have to practice outside of that one hour a day. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and it doesn't matter what it is, the bike, the high skill movements, any of that stuff, you have to dedicate time to get better at the skill. Mm-hmm. Just like if you're a freaking pianist, pianist, pianoist. Pianist? If you play any instrument, yeah. like you're not just going to pick it up and start like rocking out Led Zeppelin. Like you're going to have to learn the chords and practice. Mm-hmm. If you're a gunman, you're not just going to like pick up a gun and just be nailing targets. Like you're going to have to slow down and practice. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes here. And I like that concept because it, it applies to the, you know, learn how to do muscle ups and, but it also applies to the bike. Yeah. That's a low, it's literally no skill, but, it's but you stop to yeah. get better. You have to practice it. Mm-hmm. So what did I know you, um, I remember when you weren't so good on the bike mm-hmm. and now you crush the bike crush that you're you can keep a really high uh cadence on that bike and sustain it mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess it didn't come just by no. luck god no <laughs> <laughs> i know i've seen work, you in yeah. here just doing bike sprints <laughs> yeah so talk about that a little bit so yeah when it, so we'll just keep the bike example for now um for me like basically what i did was i made every workout a bike workout um and that's I didn't avoid it. And mm-hmm. That's that's the oh, first step boom. is I did not avoid it because my least favorite thing was the bike. Mm. I love the bike now because I'm very good at it. Yeah, but it was my least favorite thing, so I always avoided it. And when it came around, I was made to do it. It sucked. Oh, I'll go row. I'll, yeah, I'll row <laughs> exactly. So I start. I just first and foremost, I, the first step I made was I made it a priority to practice and develop and build because it wasn't going to get better by just sitting in my back pocket saying yep. no to it. So once I did that, from there. I just took it a couple different ways. I worked it, you know, high volume as in like I worked just distance at a steady pace for a long time. And then I did intervals at a nice rapid, high, horrible pace where I wanted to puke. And then so I did it a couple different ways. But the thing was, is I spent time doing it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing when it came to that machine is I, I mean, it's been a year. We've had them for about a year. The new Echo Bikes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just worked it to death. Mm hmm. And now it's, it's the easiest thing I can do. And I, I went through that with the bike too, because shoot five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, the bike wasn't super popular. It was all about the rower. Yeah. The rower in cross was all about the rower. Mm -hmm. And then the bike started to get some traction and then those became the big thing. So when they first came out, like I was like, Oh my gosh, this thing's terrible. Mm -hmm. So I remember I did, I, I like to have measures of progress and like, systematic ways of doing things. So for the bike, I did this three days a week. I don't even know how long months, maybe. Yeah. Probably three to six months, three days a week. I did 50 seconds on 10 seconds off, Mm -hmm. 40 seconds on 20 seconds off, 30 on 30 off, 20 on 40 off, 10 on 50 off. I do. And then I built back up the ladder. I do remember that. Yeah, 20 on 40, 30, 30, 40, 20, 50, 10. And it, it, it wasn't that long. Mm-mm. It didn't take, like, it was, I can't do math, 10 minutes, I don't know, somewhere around 10 minutes. Right. But I would record my calories. And each week I would try to get more calories within that allotted time. So I'd have to take my pace just a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a long time, just, just enough to where I, like, I can go on the bike now and stay at a pretty high pace. And yeah, it still sucks, but I, I'm used to the suck now. Mm-hmm. And all it was was just, 
doing it. Yeah, and that is the big piece to it. But even that second piece, the interval base, you can do as simple as a Tabata. Yep. Oh, yeah. 20 seconds on, get a high power output, whatever it looks like, try yep. to maintain it for eight rounds. Boom, four minutes and you're done. And do that once a week. Yep. Maybe twice a week. Yep. Whatever you're feeling, but you do that, that'll help get it in the right direction. Big time. I mean, you're getting time on there. You're getting high output, and that's the big that's the big piece to the bike is just that power. Oh, output yeah. Aspect. All of a sudden, but, like 50 RPMs. Maybe it's hard for you now, and like in three months, that's gonna be like I used to go at fifty. That's a joke. Now I'm holding sixty. A couple months later, now I'm holding seventy. But if you only hit it every now and then, when it's in class and the rowers get taken, you're never gonna get good at it. Yeah. And this applies like we can move on from the bike. Other movements. Let's go with the higher skill move, like pull ups. Everybody wants to get the pull up. Again, you need to work it outside of class. And pull ups are one of those that it's a wide range of like how close are you. Mm -hmm. That might dictate how you build there, but structurally, I like doing EMOMs for skill work. So very, very simple, something people can do. 10 minute EMOM, you do five reps every minute. Mm -hmm. It could be a banded pull up, it could be an inverted row, it could be a, a ring row, it could be a jumping negative, whatever it is. Five reps every minute for 10 minutes. You do that once or twice a week for a week. Next week, you do six reps every minute on the minute for 10 minutes of the same movement you do that a couple times for a week the next week you do seven reps every minute on the minute for 10 minutes you keep building till you get to 10 reps every minute on the minute for 10 minutes mm -hmm. then you make the movement harder you go back down to five yeah so if you're using a band cool go back to a lighter band move the band down or if we're doing negatives instead of three seconds now it's five seconds and do the same sequence five every minute for 10 minutes for next week six and linearly progress yourself like that but it's all it's that's just a way of forcing yourself to do extra work no it doesn't yeah. have to be that systematic i just like to do it like that i agree and that's typically with any type of skill movement whether it's low skill high skill medium skill yep but whatever skill movement i'm focusing on is i go to interval base sometimes it's imam sometimes it's every two minutes yep so for like me right now i'm trying to build my capacity and ring muscle up so what i'll do is like every two minutes i'll do a max set and then I'll set the standard of the first round, and my goal is to maintain those unbroken reps Ooh, for the rest like of the rounds. That. So I can start to build, you know, get consistent at threes, at fours, at fives, where that was and start to build the capacity there. But that allows me to start to make that consistent because even if we look at the rules and principles of mechanics consistently, then intensity, that is also wor it's working on the mechanics and the technique of the movement, but it's also focusing on the consistently doing it mm -hmm. over and over and over again. That way when I do have to do a set of 10, I don't have, you know, six that look good, two that look horrible, one I might kill myself and the last one I'm dead on. You die. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it still follows those rules and principles. That way yeah. when the workout does come, I can bust out five at a high intensity, push things out and get on with my workout and it's not just doing ones. And because twos. you've done it in your practice and your mm -hmm. training. And like, so what you're not doing is just, you know, coming to all the classes and doing the stuff and, but then just trying to do a muscle up. Ah, nope, didn't get it. I'll try it two weeks later. Like yeah. try, ah, nope, didn't get it. If you want to get better at something, you got to practice it. Yeah. It's a, it's a simple concept, but it's something that people don't take advantage of enough. Mm -hmm. Like I, we get a lot of questions as coach, like, Hey, how do I get better at this thing? How do I get better at this thing? Like it, I, I hate sayings, but dang it, the older I get, some of them are true. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Mm -hmm. the, I can tell you until my face turns blue, all of the muscle up transition work, all of the banded pull-ups, jumping negatives, things that will get you better at pull-ups, how to work on handstands, kicking up to a wall, doing negatives, all that stuff. But if you don't 
practice it on your own outside of the the times that we program in the group class it's going to be really hard to get better at them Mm -hmm. because in crossfit we program such a wide variety of movements it's not like we're only programming five things like you're gonna get really good at these five things we program everything so when you find the one or two things like man i really want to work on this it takes some effort it takes just some extra time some extra it could be like 10 minutes three days a week it doesn't have to be a whole bunch of time freaking double unders that was my kryptonite. <laughs> it's everyone's kryptonite. Dude, I double on, I've thrown so many ropes up against the wall in the basement. <laughs> I, still, I still do every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I get mad enough. <laughs> but that's one of those things. Like, if you only do it when it shows up in class, it's going to be a long road to getting them. Yeah. If you Wait. just grab your rope every day and do 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you'll get there very quick. And that is part of it, too, is the priority of the movement and the skill. If it is something you really want to work on, it is going to take a little extra time. Yep. If you're not worried about it, then yeah, sure. Yeah. Let the let the class take you wherever you get there. Just know when you start to get frustrated, then understand, okay, maybe this is becoming more important to me. I really want to get this movement. Mm, okay, I like that. now I have to invest a little bit more of my off time to practice it. Yes. And jump ropes is an easy one to do. You can you most of you have jump ropes. Yeah. If not, you can get one. Sixteen but, times. Yeah. But the the idea there is you can take five, ten minutes at home when you have a little free time practice your jump rope yep and it's and it's not a very high intense thing you can yep. keep it super low key super chill and just work on the rhythm and developing that movement um and that goes the case with all these things just mm-hmm. because like for the bike we said it's a bottom max effort sprint it's not always that case when you're practicing yeah and that that becomes more and more important the higher the skill based movement Especially when you start jump rope gets a little bit higher in the skill base, mm-hmm. you know, it has some coordination. It has some all, you know, all those little aspects to it. And then we start to go to pull-ups. Okay. We get a little bit higher skill and then we start to go to the muscle-ups. Now we're higher skill. And then we go to handstand. So that stuff doesn't always need to be max effort attempts. And I think that is one thing I see occur often is uh. if I just constantly try to do a max muscle-up every single week, once a week, it's going to get better, right? Yep. And yes, maybe. 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 That's the maybe. But in the grand scheme of it, to make that movement more efficient, more consistent, we got to work on the mechanics of that movement. So we have to t- dial it back, and then we have to work the transition drills. Yeah, and that's why we have progressions. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of times people think that these progressions of movements are a scale or an easier outlet or some BS that we're just throwing in our per, like our prep or our specific warmups to kill time. Like, no, this is us showing you how to work on the skill. Mm-hmm. And a, a great example is barbell work, dumbbell or uh, cleans or snatches. Almost every time we do cleans and snatches in our group class, we do the Bergner warmup. That's the one, guys, where we're sitting there. We're like, all right, small dip, stand high pull, get five reps. Okay, now roll the elbows through for a muscle clean. And we build these progressions, not because we're wasting time, but because this is a layer of the skill that you need to get better at the full movement. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get better at the clean of the snatch, I highly recommend looking up the Bergner warm-up or just coming in and asking us and using nothing more than a barbell, empty barbell. And just drilling those movements over and over and over and over and over and over. So when the weight does become heavy, like you said, mechanics, consistency, intensity, the weight becomes heavy. That's intensity. You have the mechanics already down. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about it. It's automatic. Your body knows where to put that bar because you've drilled it until you want to throw up. Yeah. No, it's, (laughs) and that's a lot of people get, uh, um, 
what bored might be a good term for 100%. it. Hundred percent. Or they just it's it's not sexy, it's not fun, not but that is how you develop. I I my most comfortable movement between like a power clean and squat clean. Most people are like I love squat clean. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. I actually prefer power clean and I'm stronger at power clean because I have done nothing but drill <laughs> and develop my power clean. <laughs> but like That's what it takes. It, it like that was with empty barbells. That was with PVC pipes. Yep. That was making sure my time would get down, my feet would move, and all these things were just constantly drilled. And it's still developing. It's not like it's perfect. Right. But it wasn't me throwing 135 in a bar, 185 bar, and just doing a bunch of reps. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll get there eventually. It was me dialing it back yep. and slowing things down and breaking things down. And that is a very good point. And, that's, and that gets lost a lot because, like you said, you know, some of these progressions and things we do. Um, mm-hmm. I experienced this over the last couple of weeks, but like banded pull-ups, you know, so many people are like, I can do strict pull-ups. Why don't I just keep doing strict pull-ups? Try to do a set of 20 banded and broken pull-ups. Dude. It's horrible. It, that's all I got for that's you. That's how you build volume. Like, Yes, exactly. Make it's, it easier, but more reps. And I don't know if it's easy is a good term to say. <laughs> yeah, of, of progression. That's, I don't know but, how else to put it. Yeah, but it's like, it's like just because I can do strict pull-ups, butterfly pull-ups, kipping pull-ups, doesn't mean I'm too good to do bandit pull-ups. Or even ring rows. Or ring rows, yes. And I think that's a lot of what I see is so many people, and I think it's fun is Ken was roasting Tia uh, to me over like the last couple of weeks because she did single hunters in the games, and she couldn't do them. They had them, and there she was like, she just kept tripping yes. and fumbling them. And that was because... I imagine, especially at that elite level, they get so consumed with high school levels, but it happens even within a GPP level of things, yeah. just general fitness. So many people get so caught up in double unders and muscle ups and all this stuff. They're, they think, I don't like to say this in a mean way, but it's because it's not meant to be this way, but they think they're too good for those movements. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is you lose your single unders if you don't practice them. Yep. Even if you're a stud at double unders. Yep. And I over the last few weeks, we had double unders, and I could see, okay, I want everyone to stick with single unders. And you just could see the pick few people that would just go straight to double unders. Yep. I'm like, and that's exactly what I'm talking about is, again, it's not meant to be in a mean or derogatory way. It's just the idea that, like, you need to practice even the basics. Yeah. Those basics and I fall into yeah. that trap, too. Yes, it, so it always leads to me hitting a plateau. Mm-hmm. And then coming back, revisiting the basics, and then I get better. I did that with muscle-ups when I was, I plateaued at uh, five kipping muscle-ups. I could do zero strict ring muscle-ups. Zero. Couldn't mm-hmm. do any. I got to five kipping ring muscle-ups. I couldn't get past it. Went to a gymnastics, gymnastics course. They said, don't do any kipping until you can do strict muscle-ups. Cool. In my mind, I was like, I'm not going to kip again until I can do five strict ring muscle-ups. Took me a long time. I got there. I was like, oh, I wonder where my kipping is. Went back, got more than 10. Mm-hmm. Like doubled my amount of kipping ring muscles because I went back to one of the, I'll say a strict ring muscles, a basic movement, but I prioritize Still, something that's not sexy. Yeah. Um, same thing with like snatching. Mm-hmm. I got to a point I could no longer snatch anymore because my technique wasn't dialed in. I went back to the PVC pipe in the empty bar, drilled it for months, came back, was able to PR. Mm-hmm. And that's what... Two things about it. One, that's what makes experts at anything experts, is that they have mastered the basics to a level that is unfathomable to anybody else. Mm-hmm. They didn't just get the basics and then move on to the crazy stuff. They have mastered the basics. 
but it's not what you see on social media. Right. When everybody's scrolling through their phone, they're posting their highlight reel. They're posting the cool stuff that's going to get everybody to click the like button because that's how they're getting paid. They're not showing you all of the, the same stuff we're talking about that they do. The high-level athletes still do PVC pipe burdener warm-ups mm-hmm. and drill technique. Mm-hmm. They're still doing accessory work and progressions, and it's not all the cool, sexy stuff. That's just what they post. Yeah. So don't get fooled. Like, We've trained with games athletes. <laughs> right. I, we know a lot of them. We've trained with some high-level people. What they're posting on social media and what they're doing 90% of their training day is very different. Mm-hmm. It's very different. And that's for everything, too. Everything. That's look at powerlifting, bodybuilding, yeah. general just running, like all that kind of stuff that ends up being like the stuff you don't see behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and that's a big component of it is because the basics always work. You'll 100%. hear that you'll hear that sports specifics. Um, you hear that a lot. I'm sure if you were a former athlete, you more 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 than once probably heard your yep. coach say stick with the basics, it works. Mm-hmm. Because they do. Mm-hmm. And not saying don't dabble in the high school, have right. fun with those yeah. things, but understand in order to get better at those things, sometimes it's most of the, the time yeah. it's coming back. It's like come back to the basics and work those things. I think I actually had a prime example today. Today we had that complex. Yeah. Which was one power queen, one front squat, one jerk. Yep. For the longest time. My split jerk has been about 225, 235 at the top end. Mm. And today in the complex itself, so I did three reps technically or two more reps before I got to my jerk, I PR'd my jerk. Oh, hell yeah. And that's simply because over the last like, month, I've been strict pressing. The base progression for the jerk. So strict press, push press, push jerk, and then finally split jerk. Well, today I PR'd my jerk. Felt great. Felt phenomenal. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like how many times in the last – Two or three months, have you tried to one rep your jerk? Mm. Any? Not in the last couple months, no. Because once I got like at that plateau, I'm yeah. getting frustrated. And you still got a PR without mm. even doing the movement by doing one of the progressions leading up to it, mm. which is that's that's so huge. Like you don't need to do the thing you're trying to get better at to get better at it. Mm. If there's some other progressions that will lead you there. Sometimes, yeah, you, you just got to do it. Like yeah. double under, you just got to work on them. You just got to yeah. do them. But there's like, you don't just come into the gym and try to PR your your one rep clean every single day. And like, no, you, you take the steps back to get better mm-hmm. at it and practice it. So that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool, like, true yeah, it's just dial, it, yeah, it's dialing things back to the basics and working mm-hmm. progressions. And I think that's so we've we've talked we've kind of jumped around a little bit here. Um, <laughs> it's usually how I roll, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> it just kind of goes all yeah. over the place. But like we, so let's okay, we'll loop it around yep. here. So the idea here is talking about how to get good at things, right? Yep. So how to develop the skills, the movements, strength, whatever it is. When we looked at, it, we talked about a couple of different ways we do that is through you know doing the dang thing. Yep. You know, work whatever it is and don't avoid it. Because it's not going to get any better. Yes. The other thing we talked about is don't be afraid of the basics. That yes. was what that, that last little bit we just talked about was the idea is like, don't be afraid to just hop back to the basics or use a different progression. Mm. Even if it says, let's say 10 kipping pull-ups, maybe do strict, mm-hmm. maybe do jumping. Maybe do banded. Find something, whatever that weakness is or what you're trying to develop. Obviously, you might need a coach's guidance to understand where you're at and what should be the better option. But don't be afraid to go back to bases or use a different progression. Um, That goes for even high school movements, muscle-ups. 
if you're constantly just trying to do a max effort bar muscle up every single day or once a week, it's never going to develop. Hmm. So you got to work jumping or you, know, you work the swimming pool drill. You got to mm-hmm. work this drill. You got to work that drill. That stuff starts to click. And then we start to develop the strength and then boom, that comes along. And now you got five muscle ups. So things like that is don't be afraid of the basics. And that's where we come yeah. in. Like we can give you all the drills in the world. If you, if you want to truly work on something, get better mm-hmm. something, come 10 minutes before your class, stay 10 minutes after and just chat with us. Hey, yeah. how, how can I work on this? We'll show you a couple drills and then that's where the rubber meets the road. You got to go do it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just like, like give it, like <laughs> give you a muscle up or like give you a, a PR power clean, but yeah. I can show you like what's worked well for me, what I've seen other people do and the proper progressions to get there and then you you got to go practice man mm-hmm. that's the big thing is, and it doesn't have to be every day that's that's the other thing some people get on like this oh, kick and it's like yeah. oh i gotta go every day you're gonna burn yourself out or you're gonna risk some overuse like little nagging mm-hmm. injuries man two to three days a week is pl- three days a week on the top Pushing. end yeah I'd say, I'd i would say. say two days a week of whatever like skill or weakness you're trying to work on is fine because more than likely we're also going to have that in some of our classes so if you do it two days one to two days a week on your own you hit it one or two days a week in class that's plenty Mm -hmm. and don't overwhelm yourself either pick one Mm, yes so it's Mm. very easy it's very easy especially with crossfit because there is a crap ton of things to work on um it is very easy to get lost or in the limbo of like Oh, I gotta work on this, 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 and this, this. And I personally have dealt with that Me too. because I'm trying to go more of the sport of CrossFit, so I'm trying to get better at everything so I can compete at a high level. And it's like, well, I gotta work on this, and I gotta work on this, I gotta work <laughs> everything. Yes. So it's for me, it's taking that step back, looking at okay, what is my greatest weakness? What is holding me back the most right now? Let's attack that, and then we'll hit number two. And then it. once we got number two caught up, then we'll hit number three. And rather than trying to go, all right, I need to do work on bar muscles, ring muscles. I need to work on my capacity, my engine. I need to work on this and that and this, and just overwhelm yeah. myself. And then that's truly when frustration starts to settle in because then you're just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And you just start losing your mind. <laughs> Try to work on everything, and you get better at nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another big component of it is yeah. – when you do want to work and develop something, don't pick too many things. Pick one. Yep. Pick one, Agreed. work it for a month or two, maybe two things. Agreed. But yeah, don't get yourself overwhelmed there. Because it's, it's easier to maintain something once you have it mm-hmm. than to build like the new skill. So mm-hmm. if you're working on pull-ups, like great, work on that for a while, get your pull-ups and then work on something else. And you will be surprised by how well you can maintain pull-ups just by like what we program in the class mm-hmm. because you put in all that extra work. And now you're working on something else and you can maintain the form. Mm-hmm. So that's a great point. That's a yeah. good point. It's an easy one to get uh, caught up in. Dude. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yep. But, all right. So we've talked about a lot of different things here, but I mean, again, the biggest thing here is to get better at these things is just doing the dang thing. Yeah. Hopefully think, this helps some people yeah. like get some wheels turned. Like, ah, oh, man, I do, I do mm-hmm. need to work on this or gave, gave some good examples of how they can work on things. And if you're still like, I want to, but I don't know how. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask. Someone's here, 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Yeah, and I, I love, like, how giving drills and stuff like that. Even if it's, like, you just want to, I'll, I'll send you a freaking YouTube link, and you go watch it. Yeah, dial sometimes it in. people are like, I, I wanted to ask you about it. Like, you're yeah. busy. Like, what, dude, that's my job. I love it. Like, <laughs> that's the fun part. Like, when you I, see yeah. us behind the desk, we don't want to be behind the desk. Trust it's not me. Fun. <laughs> that's just stuff that has to get done. We want to come out and, like, show you some drills mm-hmm. and work and play with things and help you. That's the fun stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, so, absolutely. Bring it on. We'll show you how to climb ropes and do, not backflips, but maybe a back roll, somersault. Combat roll. Somersault. Somersault. 
<laughs> cartwheels, cartwheels. Yep. We just start yep. doing cartwheels. But yeah, no, absolutely. If you got something you want to develop or work on, don't be afraid to ask any of us. Yeah. This is the stuff we love to do, and that's the fun, like you said, fun stuff. Yeah. I'd much rather not be at the desk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that is uh that's, that's the idea. Yeah. If you guys got questions, again, reach out to us, let us know. But otherwise, thanks for tuning in. Um, don't forget to leave a like, share with someone who might find some value. And as always, don't forget to follow for more episodes coming in the future. And we'll see you guys on the next one.